Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Saturday, May the 23rd, 2020. Hopefully this finds you staying safe, staying sweaty, wherever you guys are at, enjoying your life if things are opening back up and you're getting into some semblance of normalcy. Or if you guys are still kind of staying at home and doing your thing, hopefully this drops a little bit something uh, positive for you. To listen to and my wife Heather Scott is back on the podcast today so Heather welcome hey guys and uh, we're gonna touch on uh, four mental health benefits of being in nature and I guess you know the awesome things that happen when you can get out of your you know box or, or outside of your home and do things I guess the way that we feel humans are intended to do them depending on if you're a super heavy nature person or not. Heather tends to be much more naturistic than myself, I guess, right? I'm yeah, I would consider myself more outdoorsy than you, but like nature could still meaning going to a park and going on a walk, you know, it doesn't have to be like that packing the Grand Canyon like we did. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> last um, year. This well, time last year. Yeah, well, it came up on my memory. It's weird because our gym, and again, we'll kind of go about this podcast in a, in a random roundabout way. There's no rules here. Uh, our facility was open yesterday for the first time uh, in Arizona here with all the rules and the, the guidelines, the distancing, all the things. Uh, I think f- maybe about two weeks ago they said we could open. There's just a lot of hoops to jump through and a lot of honestly logistical bullshit uh you have to deal with it's not super fun but i know the people here love it i love seeing them it's reaffirmed it now that i've been with them for about two days and uh so yesterday friday was the the first day and uh as crazy as it was usually i come in here and i have a a kind of a a routine and it's obviously changed because of this And, and i was here and i really didn't stop talking for about five straight hours i didn't even open my computer because i was so engaged with people and the reason I share that is after our 5 a.m., uh, Dana Bates is here, and on my memories, uh, our Grand Canyon trip popped up, and she had mentioned to me yesterday was supposed to be the day that she would hike the Grand oh. Canyon again. I think she's done it like like 10 times or yeah, something. Yeah, people get addicted to doing the rim to rim well, to rim. I, and I think she's got to be probably close to 50, and I think in her group of people, she's one of the youngest people who does it. Wow. She has, like, people, like, in their 70s. Yeah, people can do it at older ages. It just takes them a lot longer. And I will say, like, if you guys ever get a chance to to come to Arizona, oh, first of all, don't come. It sucks. Mm -hmm. But um, if you get a chance... uh, Don't move here. Do not move here, please. Uh, If you get a chance to come and be here, and you get a chance to, uh, A, go to the Grand Canyon for sure. And if you're fit, you could do rim to rim. We did rim to rim to rim, which is a brutal test of, of mental. It's like down and back and up and then back down and it's, through and back up. And it's rough. It's like south rim to north rim and back. It's rough. But I will say it is one of the coolest things. One of the all-time best life experiences we've had. And we've been able to share together and with our close friends, too. But man, it's like, and she asked me, you know, would you do it again? And I think I would. I wouldn't have went this year. You hurt your hamstring really bad. So yeah, like my that kind of ruined. Well, it's like my semi tendons, right? So like, if you guys understand the body, like my popliteus, which is like that muscle, like actually like behind your kneecap, right? Popliteus. Like, yeah, that's what it's called. I know. 
putt, 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 Plidius, like Notorious. And, uh, like, your, your semi-tenons run back down there. And mine, I think it was from, like, the, the striding, the overstriding so much. Uh, it still isn't really normal mm-hmm. from it. I feel better now, like, a year later. Well, but it's 40, about 48 miles total of I think hiking. Like, is it 50, right? I have, the, I have the metal right here. It's behind my backpack. Well, it, there's two routes, remember, through Bright Angel. So you can... There's one that's like a little bit quicker. But the, then if well, you Well, we have the metal. We got metals. Um, but if you come back up how we came back up, it's way steeper. It has like, it on there. Yeah. It's, it's almost like... I thought it was 47.5. It's almost like 50 total, I think. It's on the other side right there. Just flip it. 47.8 miles. Miles. It's, uh, and even just do it, like, if it was just, like, walking, it would be different, but it's the inclines. And it's, like, it's such a different experience, and the south rim is completely different than the north rim. The south is um, more desert. Which most people see. Right. And then the north is, um, has pine trees. It was snowing. When we crossed over to the north side, you stay in log cabins. There's a huge lodge. And then, like, the South Rim, like I said, is more deserty. It's warmer climate, um, still beautiful. And then you're hiking along the Colorado River the whole time. It's just, it's insane to see the beauty and the diversity down there. And the weather just changes so rapidly. Um, but it's such a different experience because I've, we've gone where back in the day when we first came out here, we just drove to it. And then, like, you can look at it and it's like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty view. But when you actually immerse yourself down in there and hike it and man it's just incredible it's so much prettier and um yeah it just you realize legit <laughs> like when you're in and again we'll, we'll get into the podcast like the detail stuff here but for me when you're there obviously like that's to me that's the definition of nature like and you realize how frail you are or i, I guess insignificant for the fact of we're pretty vulnerable humans like you're in this thing like it has so much control over you like the environment of it and like when you're down in the bottom of this hole in the earth basically like you have to get yourself out and in terms of like you know you go from we start in the morning like wearing you know basically you know full compressions arms everything glasses headband you know full hoodies 30 it was like 20s or 30 degrees and the wind is blowing like crazy and then you're down the bottom and you're like in the shorts and a tank top and you're sweating and then when we get to the other side coming up i'd put my clothes back on because it was snowing and this is all in the same day like it, it's insane and you realize like well if i don't pack you know the right amount of water and food and things with me i'm not gonna make it because my miles to like the next camp because there's camps down there, and there's like a ranger. Not at all of them, but like a couple of them, I think. It's just, a, I mean, you're really, you just understand like the power of like, of how small we are in this big picture of life. And uh, how we can, we can exist differently than we do, especially if you're detached from it for a little bit, which is a cool thing. So. And you just appreciate um, what nature and just the creation of this world, like our in our country like what it has to offer is just insane like it makes me want to do more national parks for sure we need to start figuring that out so what that looks like if you guys ever you know if you're a don't do rim to rim to rim if you're not fit and you haven't been 
hiking or mm-hmm. you have a certain again if you go with people make sure there are people who don't complain because it would be a terrible experience if you're with For complainers sure. and uh if you guys ever do go hit me up because we went with brent orm and his wife uh who happens to be a physician and she sends like this this starter pack that was like written by a doctor slash mom to make sure like you don't die out there and, and <laughs> it was super helpful without them there's no way dude yeah we, we it would be a Terrible experience. Terrible, because you have to be prepared. You can't just show up and do it. No. Every other thing we've done, like, we're fit enough to where we could probably just gut it out, mm-hmm. even if it was miserable. But that is one where there's too much to lose. Um, and there's too many things to go wrong if you're not uh, prepared, for sure. But yeah. to the point of today's podcast, um, obviously, our, our facility is open here. It was amazing to see Which everybody. great. People are, like, all, I just have to share, people are kind of, like, socially awkward including myself because we have been isolated for so long heather tried to shake somebody's hand today. yeah i just naturally this new person came today and i was like oh i'm heather nice you know welcome and i'm like sticking out my hand and i'm like wait what am i doing she's like i can't shake your hand i was like oh yeah I'm like sorry i haven't had enough coffee this morning i forgot the rules but was she freaked out no no but she was super cool yeah and um but i just noticed yesterday when everyone was coming in it was like word vomit and everyone was like talking over each other because we're all excited to see each other because some of our members have been friends and you know it's like our family and we've they've been coming here year after year for some of them for almost 10 years and uh so it's it's just really exciting and but everyone's like trying to talk at the same time and catch up and it was like it's like we just didn't know how to have we had no (laughs) self-awareness No. <laughs> like multiple conversations happening and just the enthusiasm and it just felt so good like community is so important now more than ever and to have those relationships with people and it just felt great to feel somewhat normal back to business no it's it's but uh it reaffirms like everything and, and i've said this before on the podcast previous to this like it's it is such a process that's what i don't think if you're not in a in a business setting and if you're you're furloughed or you're laid off or you're working at home and you're going to come back to a company or however that looks this is a small operation here like we obviously have control over every aspect of the environment and there's a lot of shit you got to do uh, to get ready so just know like if you're not at your company right now or it's in this they're going to have to do so many things to get you guys ready and to come back and it's it's a it's a huge process and it's not super fun yeah be patient and the, only, the <laughs> only reason I pushed through the shit and the stress of it is for these guys because it's cool. It's fun to see them. Like I, I can do a million things and, and make money and, and all that shit. I go, but there would be something missing from my life without having like the, the, the camaraderie of it. I was just going to say that word. The community aspect. Because it's like... It's you, like being on a team if you've ever were played sports or if you were involved in some sort of club. It's like... It's like our own cl- private club team that yeah. we all we've all experienced together, and in like I crave it. Like I, my mental health, <laughs> which we'll talk about mental health benefits, but just doing this t- yesterday, being with everybody, I it was like three sixty degree difference. You feel way better. I feel so much better. And I think like in, in terms of, and I'll have uh, Dr. Lindsay Bear on on Wednesday and we'll talk with her about all this stuff and, and all the aspects of that that go into it. But I do think there's a huge mental piece that 
maybe we overlook during this that without the connection of people and again I understand certain times we we have to do zoom and, and different video calls and there's a and that there's a lot of benefits that come from that but there's a lot of things we miss and I was talking to uh, one of our dudes here Dennis and I love Dennis and I could talk to him for probably five hours straight and even for us like it isn't the same like as great as I can be like let's say on video and podcasts and all this shit and I'm not saying I'm any better in person it's just different the energy of other people you feed off of it you do um, for what it's worth like and you just feel more motivated and I just feel better I don't know how else to say it like it's it, like positive vibes it's like this energy a force of energy in the room and um, it's like team building and and just it's awesome so thank you if any of you are listening thank you for supporting yes. us and coming back to us because we love it and appreciate it and i get if you work at a place where like your coworkers kind of suck and they're not cool and it's not fun it's probably a great benefit but if you're in a facility like this or a place where it's like wow i like these people it's fun and, and we all kind of need each other for this sense of you know normalcy anyway but mm-hmm. uh so that was been a, our um our recent uh, couple days here but earlier in the week uh we took a, a day trip to sedona arizona which if you guys are not familiar, and you can Google it, uh, and it'll pop up right now. And by the way, it sucks. Don't go there. <laughs> um, but you'll see what I'm talking about. It looks like it's fake. Yeah, every time, and I've lived here for, oh my gosh, like 12 years, and every time I'm there, it's like I just can't get over the beauty. And like pictures and videos, you just it doesn't do it justice. And when you're there, the colors and the rock formations... Um, the red rock and the layers of colors and there's it's very green right now they um, we had such a a good winter and of rain up there and it's a little bit north like about two hours from Phoenix um, but it's just it's such a cool mountain canyon town uh, resort destination and it's very much um, into wellness and Oh, I mean, everything talking. from like yoga retreats to you know finding your vortex and the deep mindfulness stuff yeah but you feel so good when you're there at least and if you're i if, feel the energy <laughs> and if you're just like a sporty person if you like to you know hike so outdoorsy and bike uh, so many activities climb swimming there's a ton dude um it's a neat uh it's a super cool place and so anyways we we head up there was it tuesday yeah, and we hadn't been up there since, gosh, was it my birthday? In the fall. Yeah. We like, usually try to go up like every, once every season because it's just, it's close and they get basically all four seasons up there. If you're in Oak Creek Canyon area, it's a little bit closer to Flagstaff. So it gets snowy in the winter and we always like to rent cabins, forest house resorts. <laughs> shout out to those guys on Instagram. And I think honestly, like because of, I don't know, Travel for us will probably be different, obviously, for the foreseeable future. So we'll probably do more local stuff than we've ever Road done. Road tripping. And- yeah, and I think that'll be kind of part of it. But we went there Tuesday to just like, A, because the weather looked perfect. And just to, you know, to try a new hiking trail because you're into that. And so I'll let you kind of dig down. Well, yeah, like we mentioned before on other podcasts that we've been trying to pick like a day a week to do something together that we both would enjoy um, for our relationship because, you know, it's been a stressful time and it's just you get so 
you're out of your routine and it's not like we're really like doing any date nights or anything like that. So, no. um, so I was like, let's do Sedona. And so we drove up there for the left in the morning and spent all day there. And we went hiking Oak Creek Canyon. Um, I think it was about five, six mile trail, but down to the water, there's a really, there's a river Creek down there. Um, and just hearing, sitting by the rushing rapids and it's so calming and relaxing. And I just felt like it was just so good for us to connect, like reconnect and kind of feel like we're just secluded outside of the city and just get away from everything that's going on. It just was so good for us to clear our heads before kind of we ramped back up into, to opening the business. Yeah, and maybe we saw like four people. Four people on that trail was great. Highly suggest going on a weekday. Yeah, definitely people up there vacationing. Like we saw a lot of people from different states, and um, even like the hotels. And there's a lot of like cabins and home rentals up there too. But it made me happy to see that they're they're seeing tourism pick up in that location. Yeah, you know, and I think that's again like because of this and how i guess this kind of fits my personality type in it just brings it to the forefront even more i'm not a huge heather likes probably more group shit than i do um and i can stomach some of it but like how we, we you know we've lived our lives in america at least you know a lot of people do it for the weekends. I don't particularly, all my days are kind of the same, but we structure it in a way where, okay, let's work, 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 and then let's all try to cram in and do stuff on a Saturday or a Sunday or a Friday, where I found during this, I'll structure my work life differently so I can enjoy things on a Tuesday or maybe a Friday when I can beat the crowds and beat the people and beat I can- traffic. And, and ha- yes, and so I'm not wasting time and I can have these great experiences the way that I want to have them, like more secluded. Less stress because it is stressful if there's like a huge line of cars or, you know, the trails are packed and it's just, especially now, it's like you don't want to be around groups of people anyway. Um, so I think that's the, the benefit of this is like, okay, you know, we can do stuff on a, you know, a Thursday afternoon or like a Friday instead of waiting like okay let's try to do it you know on Memorial Day when everybody and their brother's doing it well if we just do it two days before or two days later we can have this actually pretty badass experience where it's just us and nature and take advantage of it the way that you know we envision it in our heads not you know crammed and jumbled and which makes it no different Mm -hmm. than just you know being in the city I guess. I feel like it's just a magical place I always when I'm there I always use that word Cause I'm like, it's just amazing how it was created, and it's one of the most beautiful places I think I've ever been. Yeah, I like, I like all, everything kind of around there. I do, I've always thought it's it's pretty badass. It's again, if you guys ever go, you'll see like, holy shit, you guys are right. Like, it's just a, it's a unique place, and then as they're starting to kind of open things back up, they have, and over the years too, the amount of like unique little coffee oh, shops and restaurants yeah. that they, they've brought there are, are really cool. Should we talk about the snake? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, you, and, and you stepped over a snake. Yeah, it like, was an amazing, right amazing day other than, like, I'm. we had already been hiking for about four miles, 
probably almost, almost the whole way. It, it had been, you know, well, at least so like did, an so hour and a half or something. We were almost to like our the creek, st- the stopping point, like where we we're going to stop, chill, yeah, and turn around. But we're there's kind of like this field, grassy field area before you get to like the creek, and I'm like, oh, where is the? There's like photos on All Trails app that I was looking up, um, just the map. And I'm like looking down and all of a sudden Jeremy's like, there's a snake. And I completely just walked over it. And I, as soon as he said that, I leaped in the air and screamed. But yeah, there was like a huge snake. But we were tired. I'm going to say it's like, we were tired. It wasn't a rattler, but. No, and but it's like, and I I noticed because like you step. Oh, it so it looks like a, like a stick kind of and you step over it and then it like. It starts to slide forward, and I'm like, oh, shit. I literally just walked right over it. So I just walked backwards. I'm like, no, I'm cool, man. I'll wait But then the whole time back, I'm, like, freaking out. Like, another one's going to come out. And so that kind of was, like, hard for me to enjoy the second half of the hike. But the parts of nature that I are survived. not. I survived. That are not relaxing. I just hate snakes. Like, that is one creature I'm just, I can't handle. When you're bugaboos. Yeah. But so, anyways. Other than that. Super. It was smooth. Uh, other than that, super enjoyable. So, again, um, we'll go down the list, the checklist of like the I guess the benefits of of being in nature just in general, and then like kind of how we understand it. I yeah, guess, and it might will. be helpful for people that don't know all of the benefits that nature has on a person. And again, I think we're all different. Like, there's certain things that I like it the way that I like it and you obviously enjoy most of the stuff I do and then you take it probably to a, a deeper level like I get a big high off of it like a big high well yeah and that's why you know and we have talked about this as a, a couple for a long time you know and I'm not saying this for anybody you guys need to know yourselves and have self-awareness but for Heather like for a lot of times she would say well I want my life to be this and she would describe something like in terms of I want to live here and do this and do this and I'm like, yeah, you might, but that's not really what makes you happy. And, and I'm not saying she doesn't know herself, but what I mean is she would describe, I'll live in this neighborhood, we'll do this, we'll do this. I'm like, you're not your happiest in those settings. And I say that because like we have, we'll go to Flagstaff and like walk through the leaves when it's like fall, and that's when you're your happiest. When you're on a boat, when you're snowboarding, when you're hiking, when yeah. you're at Forest House, those are the moments where you seem to be the most alive, not when it's focusing on this other shit. That I, and I think I think a lot of people are guilty of that. Oh yeah. And, and I notice it in you because you change into this. I always call it like vacation Heather. Is, yeah. is better is better than normal life Heather. That was like my dad John Schroeder. It's like vacation John is so different. And I'm like oh my god I'm so like him. <laughs> and so it's like the point is is like if you know that about yourself, mm-hmm. stop focusing on like okay this is really. I know there's things that are laid out and we think that's what it should be, but when you start to know, okay, this is what makes me happy, then focus your effort and time yeah. on those things. And for you, nature is that. And don't get distracted by how, what everyone else is doing or what your friends are doing or what our society and culture is uh, telling you to basically do. <laughs> um, and I think now during this whole pandemic, a lot of people are understanding more about themselves and what truly makes them happy and kind of reevaluating and prioritizing what is most important to them and um, maybe that means moving away from the city and and living in a log cabin (laughs) we've been watching log cabin living a lot and I just 
I would love to have one some at some point. Um, I would live. I mean, if they, I mean, if, if they had them in Scottsdale area ish, I would live in one for sure. I know, but there's so many up in northern Arizona. Well, I mean, like I don't like and again, and even for this, like I remember we'd always talk like, oh, I would never live here or do this. I'm like, well, I don't know what my life would be like in 25 years. Like, who knows? But like where like a Mike D lives or something. Like it's a little bit further, and right? Just have more land. But it's like. I might, Space. because of this, I'm like, well, could I structure my life in a way where I'm 20 minutes from all the amenities I like now? Like, now we live in Old Town. Like, we live in... We live in an urban and older, you know, downtown neighborhood. Like, I could ride my bike to downtown Old Town Scottsdale. Every, every club, everywhere, you can be there in yeah. five minutes. Like, the W, Scottsdale's, like, less than two miles, or, like, the resorts and... All the Which good restaurants. It's super cool. It's so fun. And I'm so glad that we've been doing that and living, experiencing that lifestyle because I never grew up that way. So it's been really cool and fun. But like if I had to drive 20 minutes to come to work, but I had an acre of earth. I know. And I was away from neighbors. But, like that's more appealing to me every day. For sure. And it's, I guess it's just, it probably always was, but this just accelerated that. I, I never liked living by neighbors. I grew up on land, like my parents had two and a half acres. And so I never was used to it. And I still, to this day, it bugs me. Like I, I like being in a neighborhood, but you have to be spread out. And you have one of the greatest neighbors of all time. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. Um, I don't want to get off topic on this podcast. Anyways. I'll do a whole podcast on Larry one of these days. He's <laughs> yeah. our neighbor and he's the goat. We'll but, have to YouTube it to show him the but, uh Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, we'll film that one when we do it. But let's go... Um, the You do the first benefit. The calming effects mm-hmm. on the mind. I mean, again, it, this is different for all of you. Like, there's certain things like in nature that would like freak me out that I, I don't want to be doing. Uh, but here, you know, I'm scared. Definitely. I, I, <laughs> I, before this, like I don't want to be in New York now. But I would do much better if you dropped me off in Times Square than like in the middle of like some field somewhere. Or like I love being in a forest like alone. Like I do to a certain <laughs> extent, but like if I I'm mean if like, there's a bear, then like which yeah, I would which way do we go? Scared. Like what are we gonna do? Like in the city, it's simple. You turn your phone on, it tells you where to go. It's basic. People are around, even if they're creepy people. Like, eh. but for a lot of us, like you know. I think we can all agree, like, if you're in a place like a Sedona or you're, like, you're at the ocean. Creates like, a sense of peace. Yeah, man. Like, the beauty of it, it just, it does something to you. And a lot of times you don't find that in an urban environment. Obviously, there's beauty in, in the structures we create as humans. But I think it... The natural. Pales in comparison to the things that are just naturally here. And so, for a lot of people, and I think this too, not just nature but disconnecting from the stuff which we've talked about and spending time somewhere you can reduce stress and the the mental fatigue you have of always checking email always returning phone calls rushing around doing 87 different things what this season of life has probably shown just like a lot of things nature slows things down Mm -hmm. it's it's a simpler time and for a lot of people not everyone but even for me you can kind of recharge your mind and it puts you in a positive mood when you have it's the open space it's relaxing to your body both physically and mentally it's quiet and for me that's probably the biggest thing Mm -hmm. it's the stimulus and i love our people here i would have if i didn't love them this much i would never have reopened this shit i would have been like i'm on the internet fuck it this is how we're going to do it but i enjoy them but i also enjoy turning everything off yes and at our house like not having music on I mean, I love music. Not having my phone by me. Just like 
the certain kind of silence of it, you know. And for a lot of people, it's a simple like you're just barefoot walking through the grass, just enjoying things where you can. It's Feel been sh- connected. And it's been shown to regulate like your CNS. It can regulate your nervous system. It can strengthen your immunity. It can reduce that feeling of stress and anxiety, which we know fucks with our immune system. So when you put, again, it's all physical states. When you can put your body in a place where it can naturally just relax, where you can melt into, you know, the ocean, or if you are kayaking or you are on a hike where it's not the Grand Canyon, but you're just moving, you're getting some vitamin D, the sun is coming, there is a cool breeze. There's something to be said about that. For sure. Um, Number two, nature helps depression. So definitely a form of therapy and it's been gaining a lot of interest of different scientists and researchers and nature enthusiasts throughout the year that have really been looking at the link between depression and nature um, in more detail. So they're saying, you know, it promotes mindfulness and it puts you in that gratitude state, which I feel like can be difficult to do and sometimes in a city or urban environment or even at home. But I feel like if I'm on a hike and I'm out in the middle of a beautiful area, I instantly feel so grateful for my life. I feel like all my blessings and um, I feel so positive and just I'm so in the moment and it's so easy for me to just mentally get into that space where I struggle with it when I'm just my day to day like grind. Um, but uh, and they also are saying, you know, it can help you worry less about things that don't really matter and really focus on what matters in life. It can help reduce feelings of like anger and tension. Um, so maybe I need to do it more often because I have anger management issues. <laughs> well, I think, well, think about how you act, right? Like in your house for most people. I observe a lot of human behavior with social media because that's a big part of our business. It's how we make money. It's how we interact. It's how we build the a digital community and relationships. And I'm very thankful for it. My life would be drastically different without it. And it's been amazing. But for a lot of people, they don't use it the way that I do. I'm very non-attached to it. But a normal person sits at home. They watch Netflix, especially during this. They're stuck inside. They're scared. They're nervous. They're The, the, the panic of the news and all the negative shit that they feed you is, is garbage. And people consume it. And then they reach for their phone. And they scroll on social mm, and they just scroll guilty. and scroll and it takes them <laughs> down a rabbit hole for 15 minutes and they click on one article of a negative shit and then it goes to the next article and then they start reading the comments and then they get sucked down that and I'm like, I feel that's a huge part of, of making people just mentally sick and when you're out hiking somewhere where your phone is moving at two miles an hour or your phone isn't even on or it doesn't work, that shit goes away. Or even just, yeah, walk, getting out walking if there's a park nearby or um, going to a lake or a river. Like, it's so helpful. And that's, you know, it, it does help you guys. Like, the, the physical activity, nature encourages that. We're meant to move as humans. Especially if you're someone that doesn't like going into a gym. You know, get outside. Do something. At least go walking somewhere that's peaceful. And that has huge benefits um, with battling depression and it can help increase your energy levels, make you obviously physically stronger and happier. Um, and just the movement produces endorphins, which we all know naturally are the chemicals that make you happy and feel you know, pleasure. So it's very important. I mean, I think when you do that stuff, like you, 
you run, you jump, you bike, you swim, you hike, you walk, you are combining, you know, the, the benefits of exercise and nature. And so it's... The mental and the physical. And that's why, I mean, I love coming in, like having my group training workouts, but I like a variety too. Like some weeks I love to just like go on runs. Some weeks I love going on hikes or I go paddleboarding and it's like finding what is helpful for you and what's like very therapeutic for you I think is so so important to really uh, listen to your body and your mind and figure out what works for you because everyone again like you said it can be different but I think we all can agree like we like to do things that are cool or go camping like with your kids like that's being in nature it doesn't have to be physically like you know like you don't have to hike the Grand Canyon. <laughs> no, but in the same like, why why are we doing what we do in the gym in the first place? Like, are we just trying to be the best at exercise? Like, don't let your we call it like don't let your fitness die in the gym. Like we again, I've I've done a lot of stuff through my years with fitness, like with Strength to Serve, which is essentially we take the fittest of us and we go into these you know urban communities that are typically lower income that don't have needs and we go and like we create parks and we build playgrounds and we do things because we are the fittest people there are so why would we waste that just in here doing deadlifts and squats and lunges if i couldn't go out and hike a mountain i know if i couldn't go out and swim if i couldn't go ride my bike i go that's the whole point that's the only point of doing this to survive a zombie apocalypse if you will like to like that's what we're training Mm -hmm. and we're not training just to fucking train we're trained to go do cool stuff like I'm not suggesting this. I didn't, probably didn't hike for a year and then just hike the Grand Canyon. But like I told him. Like, it's insane. I did more hiking to kind of train for it. But I was like. But mm. I built the base. But it was hard for you. And I was like, yeah. it probably well, would have been easier if two, you two kind things. of. Two things. One. Practice. The heaviest dude of the group. Like, I know. 60 pounds. It was pounds. funny. He was last. It's just. <laughs> you're not meant to be that heavy to, to hike. I just don't. But I it. just appreciate you doing it. Oh my God. Just it gets the amount of food you have and to eat. And you're so grateful. Like, you're so glad you did it, huh? Oh, it's amazing. It's a great. The podcast is amazing. If you ever listen to it, it you'll probably never do it. Because uh, it was so fresh afterwards. But the point is, is like, that's why we train to go do cool things like that. And it allows you to do things that people can't do. You can go places and see things that a person who is sedentary and unhealthy and not fit will never do. And like, think of like, what did you enjoy doing as a kid? Was it, did you love riding your bike? Did you love um, skiing or snowboarding or um, going camping? It's like, don't lose that just because you're adults. And if you have kids, obviously wouldn't you want them to experience those things as well? And it's like... I would never want to just stop playing and stop stop doing the things that made me so happy as a kid just because I'm like 34 now and it's like, what, I'm an adult, I'm not supposed to like snowboard or wakeboard anymore? Like, no, I want to like be able to continue to do those things and feel good and, and have fun. That's well, the whole point. <laughs> and I don't look at it. I don't look, again, some people do, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like people are like, oh, I'm going to go for a five mile hike today for exercise. And I think that's great. I don't look at it like that. I'm like, I'm going to go just do something fun. Exercise is the outcome of that activity. Mm -hmm. It's not the goal of it. And I think that's the beauty in it. Like where you're doing something you like, but not necessarily just to burn calories and sweat. You're doing it because it's fun. You like the weather, the environment. You like the challenge of it. You like to see new shit. And the byproduct is, oh, by the way, you're becoming fit. Mm -hmm. Like that's the coolest thing about that stuff. It's like playing basketball. You don't go play basketball just for exercise. You play it because you love the game of it. The 
outcome is you become fit from it that's what all these things are and like nature basically provides you with like the dopest roundabout gym that there ever was now i don't think it can be the base of everything you do i think you have to you have to squat deadlift you have to do some strength training you have to train for it but you do that so you can go do the cool stuff and that's the benefit for sure uh number three we'll go kind of the natural light route which improves many things i think sleep obviously being one of the biggest ones obviously if you guys have listened to any of the stuff i put out recently the importance of vitamin d and what it has in your immune system yes and how it helps you again because it's not just a normal vitamin it's a hormone that helps regulate shit in your body to help it run right and when that is insufficient or deficient which a huge part of america is a huge part of the world is probably the natural light that you get from just being outside is healthy for us we were not meant to be stuck in a building in a box for 15 hours a day we're just not and i think a lot of things suffer because of that a our, our hormones become out of whack we don't feel as good we don't sleep as well which is a huge thing so the more natural light you can get from just being outside can help you guys because poor sleep quality which most of us probably know has a huge negative impact on our health more importantly our mental health and it can be linked to certain health disorders anxiety being some of that we can become depressed and so i think the more time we can spend exposed to that natural light the better we're going to feel and i think for a lot of people obviously if you look into sleep cycles which we've done podcasts on sleep and like the circadian rhythm of it and how we go to bed and how we wake up depending on your work schedule especially now if you're at home it can do wonders letting your body just, you know, naturally kind of regulate its clock by, you know, the sunlight to kind of normalize, you know, when we go to sleep and when we wake up, not just with the sun, but with the temperature as well. And I think for most of you, if you find you can get outside 30 minutes a day or more, you're going to feel healthier, but you'll also wake up feeling more rejuvenated than if you were just stuck in a cubicle or just stuck inside your house the whole time under this artificial light 24-7. Right, because like you're exhausting your body, but you're actually like, when you're doing some activities that you really enjoy, you don't really notice it, you know, during like a hike, for example, and you really, like in Sedona, we were hiking for, gosh, like almost six miles, but we were enjoying it the whole time other than the snake part. But the breeze the sun the perfect 70 degree day and it was like the listening to the water and the beauty of the red rocks and the scent of the flowers and whatnot and it's like you're so distracted that you don't even realize that oh my gosh like once we got home we were like exhausted and we're like ready for bed and you get like the best night's sleep you know you know i I felt great uh i mean i was super tired afterwards you know and again like any you know physical activity you have the moments where like okay i'm actually having to work here on the incline as I yeah because there was some good incline which is great but it's also like wow my body did what it was meant to do in in what it was supposed to do today and I, we're all guilty of it i am too here we run a business we have hundreds of people responsible for there's a lot of shit i got to chew on but making these things non-negotiable in your life and i don't know where all of you guys live some of you are stuck in the middle of a city and it's not as applicable to do these great adventures in these beautiful places, but you can always go out and walk. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. Or go you, for a bike ride. You can't set a timer and be like, for the next 15 minutes, I'm going to walk around outside and just breathe in the air. And I'm just going to. It helps me so much just getting in a walk. It's the most underestimated thing mm-hmm. 
I think in fitness there is. It's the it's the non-fitness activities that that make us fit, and I believe that. And you think about it. And I've said this before. In terms of what's the most important, let's say, joint of your body, it's the ankle joint. And people say, "Why would you say that?" I'm like, "Because if you can't move your ankle correctly, you can't walk. And if you can't walk, your life sucks ass." And we don't take advantage of that enough. Or we, it's such a sedentary. We take it for granted. Culture. Like I, I can't overstress that enough. It, it helps you guys more. And again, that can be walking for 20 minutes to a podcast, or if you're like me, who's kind of always inundated with stuff, no noise, no music. Mm-hmm. No podcast, nothing. And just smell Listen. and be mindful mm-hmm. of just that moment. Be like, what is going on? Have some, you know, space. And the birds chirping. Simple is so stuff. calming. And I I just think as we get older, we get so far away from, from play, from activity, from fun stuff, from the very basic things that make us human and that make us healthy. We've created this, you know, I don't want to say prison, but this infrastructure around us to where we've we've forgotten that and i think we've become much unhealthier physically and mentally because of it i agree so so last one number four is nature encourages social connection so obviously it's so important for mental health and overall well-being when you're surrounded by friends or family and getting outside and nature really forces you to unplug from technology and connect with like the people that are around you, um, provides opportunities for people to engage in group social activities like a sport, a na- nature-based activity, um, outdoor groups, really encourage that social connection and helps build strong relationships and within like a social community. Um, so I just think like we were talking about, it's so good for our relationship to go and do these things together, um, gets us out of our normal routine and it it forces us to just really reconnect on different levels. And then they also said, you know, it can just help provide people with a sense of belonging and reduce the feeling of isolation and loneliness, which couldn't be more true today. It's so beneficial um, if you're feeling really lonely in your house and isolated. I know I've felt like that because obviously I'm on furlough still. I've been helping him out a lot, but then there's only so much I can do sometimes. So I get really bored and I'm at home and I'm like, okay, I don't have kids to take care of. So I just have my dog, which is great. So, uh, But it's not the same as a person. So sometimes, yeah, I'll just go out for a walk or I've been taking my bike, my beach cruiser and cruising around and I'm like, this is great. And it just really can lift your spirits. So I highly suggest... Um, just doing something like that for yourself. And also, when you feel comfortable um, planning it with a friend or a family member or um, your spouse and uh, getting out there and, and planning some adventures, I think is just so, so much fun. But I think people miss out on a lot when they just, they don't live a life like that that has adventure. Well, <laughs> I think no. it's boring. <laughs> Well, and when you say it like that, like, it makes me think of, like, all the stuff that we've done, like, just us too, right? Like, so when we take trips. It's bonding. Especially, like, internationally, like, we typically do physical things. So, like. We always do. I love my activities. You know, so, so so much room for activities. I, like, wear them out on the trips. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's, like, I try to make the most of it, though, too. I'll use an example, like, when I was, we're in Barcelona, uh, and I was like so sick. It was the worst. 
But I'm like, okay, we're here. What am I supposed to do? So like when we went or Costa Brava, sea kayaking, and we're sea kayaking like in these like places we would never. First of all, we would never we like, get a in a kayak and go out. <laughs> like yeah, you'd have to like otherwise you have a death wish. But it's like we're doing that like. Something we've never we we've kayaked but not in the ocean like no through sea like caves and like coves we're never gonna do that again no the odds of that happening for us like and that was like a perfect day it was beautiful it was amazing blue green water and again that's us taking like it's fitness for sure but it's just enjoying this environment and scenery that we would never have before but it's all us doing something having the photos creating a memory that. Would not have existed if we're just like, okay, let's just go to a restaurant and sit on our ass. Which, that's fine too, but it's not the same. No. And like when we do stuff with, it, it, you become like part of this fraternity, right? Like where we obviously live in Arizona, so there's enough crazy people here who have hiked the Grand Canyon. Either like part of it, rim to rim, or the rim to rim to rim folks who are insane. And there's even levels, you know, on top of that. But like I can talk to Dana Bates because she's done it. So we're part of this weird group. You can just like connect with people, and like and like Brent and his wife, like or Jeff and Emily who went with us, like th- that wasn't that was our hub. It was us four. Mm-hmm. Like we're closer to them now because of that. Probably we have so many stories that we can share and laugh about yes. and maybe cry. <laughs> and like in, you know, like we we drove together. We were staying in the hotels together, the cabins together. Then we're like we walk back. Like it's all this thing where the yeah the physical activity but the nature of it is what brought us there because we all have the same feelings mm-hmm. the same memories the same experiences it just brings you closer to people it really does and yourself and if too. all the, it's some of the coolest shit we've ever done mm-hmm. like when i think about it like even like when brian and jan like we hike mount humphreys yeah and it's like it's just this experience you've had and i think when you look at life of like what's the most important stuff those will stand out yeah and it's like cool stuff that you you did it in regards if you do it again or sometimes like physically you won't be able to or you do like i don't want to endure that again so i'm not going to do it or it's addicting though or shit like this happens where like when can you do have a supai again I was just thinking of Havasu Pie I don't know with when, my what, sister Brooke and um, my brother-in-law Kevin, and that was another absolutely amazing experience that I would totally do again. Yeah. But now it's gotten so too touristy; like people know about it now because of like social media over the years. But and, and because of this, like I don't know how their medical system is. Like when do they let I people know, go? It's there? on reservation land. Or like when we did whatever. What's the one in Hawaii that was crazy? Where to throw my shoes away? Um. Na- on the Nepali in Kauai, coast. the Nepali coast, we did. Like, that, I forget the waterfall name, but along the cliffs, it's and, insane. Mm-hmm. Like when, like it hit a rain, so it was like the most dangerous shit ever. It's super muddy. And like we're, when you we're, fell, we're in the that was terrible. But it was like we're in the jungle though, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're in this jungle, and I ate shit super hard <laughs> in front uh, of these girls that you were like taking their picture. I know. <laughs> I remember Dude, I I was, like, got, watching I, from afar. I could have got fucked up. These young girls are like, oh my gosh, like, can you take our photo? And they're like posing, and Jeremy's being all patient and nice, taking their photos. He's like, be careful, guys. It's a, it's a really rugged trail. And he's like, okay, have a great hike. Because they were just starting and we were going down. And he turns around and he just eats shit. shit. And like basically tumbles down. Well, I caught, <laughs> basically, is what happens. My. But first of all, I had to throw my... I wore my nanos. I wore my nanos everywhere. I had to throw them away because they were so f- soaked in mud and wet. And I took like two steps 
my foot just like went up from underneath me and it's, I basically like went into like a burpee like of like slide my chest and like hands down these rocks and I was like worried but I was so like fuck bro look I couldn't control my laughter and the girls were trying to be respectful and not laugh at you but I was like I saw their face I saw him laugh like, oh damn this big ass dude just ate shit but I'm like thank god I didn't fall off this cliff and you're like thinking you're cool all these young girls think I'm cute they're gonna like they want me to see like, like when you tell the story you always do that be like, their first photographer of all, first of all I'm an old ass married man. I don't think it's cool if these young girls want me to take a photo. Like I'm not like I could be their dad. Like it's gross. Like you always say it like, Oh, you thought he was so cool. I'm like, No, but yeah, I wanted to be their photographer. Stop being so weird. But you're just like, Oh yeah, it's like a really it's a really hard hike. Well it is it not hard? It's hard. Why didn't think I was gonna eat shit? That, was, that just popped in my that made me so happy, that memory. But man, it was hard. I'm just glad you didn't hurt yourself. I'm glad I didn't die. Uh, but yeah, I ate, I ate pretty good there. It's rare. I'm not meant to fall like that. But, uh, the point is like, that was like one of the coolest hikes we've ever done. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I would tell, and there was like, first of all, nobody finished it, but us and like these Australian dad and daughter. Yeah. Let's just, first it of all. It was like, they were the only ones at the waterfall. Dude, we crossed the water like 30 <clears throat> times and there's like no signs basically. It had rained a lot, man. It was like, mm-hmm. probably not the safest. But then it was like. Well, that morning it ended, and when we started the hike, it had stopped. And then it was like beautiful blue sky. Well, I was like, I'm like, are we going to be able to get back? Because like water is like rushing over the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are we going to be able to And we have that little hatchback. Oh, God, car. the worst mystery I'm car like, ever. Well, I don't know if this is going to be able to make it through a flood. But that is probably, and we have the photos here. I'm looking at it right across from me on the wall. Like the coolest views you've ever seen. And there's like a secluded beach that you can hike down to it's just hawaii cool. it's just we gotta go back i it's just amazing. love hawaii when they let us i don't want to send a plane when we, that long. we will travel again <laughs> yes i don't want to send a plane that long though with the mask on i know i can't i gotta wait till I'm shit. Pass. i gotta wait till this shit's over um do we tell that story quick what we got our antibody test oh yeah so I'm gonna tell it really fast. I don't think I've, I haven't been on the podcast in a week. Sorry, guys. I'll do. We'll we'll have a normal schedule back. My life's just been a, a mess because of this. Like guys, you guys can probably imagine. But anyways, um, we're open here. We're doing all the stuff you're supposed to do, and uh, we're like, oh, let's just go get the antibody test. You know, just to see. You know, we've known people who have who've been positive, and but again, they like one. <laughs> yeah. Well. Maybe two. Yeah. And more people who are in the the area here but like people in our circle we've known some people and like friends of ours who are doctors who've had friends who've had it but again they're all fine you know either they had a cough or they didn't and you know thank god they're totally cool but i'm like oh let's just go get the antibody test just to see in case you know if we had it because again we are on people we travel we do all this stuff so heather makes the appointment uh it's down the street here probably about a mile and uh we go to the office and it's like on the list it's like you know wear your mask when you come in the day before, we're filming here, and Heather and I get into an argument, and she's like, well, we're going to take all these same trips this summer, blah, 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 and I'm like, well, knowing you and how claustrophobic you are, I'm like, you understand you're going to have to, for like a three-hour flight, you're going to have to wear a mask for like six straight hours, right? And it's a different experience. Now, I've worn it to get a haircut once for about 35 minutes, and you healthcare people respect. Oh my gosh, so much. I don't. You guys are gangsters. Or anyone that's working that is required. A grocery like, store. My brother-in-law 
eight hours a day oh, doing Shannon electrical construction. Yeah. Like the, my haircut, dude. I don't know how you guys do it. So I did it for 35 minutes. I'm like, I can do it. I don't want to talk during it. it I mean, gets I like, do it in the grocery store. Yeah. But it gets like, it gets sweaty. And as long as gross. I have the breeze flowing and moving around, I can do it for about 30 minutes. Yeah. So Heather's like, we're going to take all the same trips. I'm like, bro. We'd have to drive, and maybe we can for one or two, but it's going to be weird. And maybe this is just a season where we do something else. And she's like, no, no, no. And so she's just talking shit to me. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll just live to argue another day. So anyways, the next day, we go get the uh, the antibody test, and we have to wear the masks in there. And her mom sent her this new uh, mask. And so she, I put it on, she puts it on, and you made it about 20 seconds. Before you had a panic well, attack? okay, the car was hot. It was, like, a hot day. And it was already hot. <laughs> and But, the, like, this cloth one, it's a really nice one. Her friend made it. Thank you. But, but it's kind of thick. And so I just have problems feeling... I don't like anything covering my face, and I just feel like I can't breathe. So we walked in, and Jeremy's talking to the receptionist. And I'm, like, start having a panic attack because... I don't 20, know why, but like the last in. like six months or so, I've been having weird incidents like this, and I'm like shaking, and then I immediately open the door and walk back out, and I'm like, I'm done. You're just getting the test. I can't. And then they had me come back in. And their 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 place is a little bit more you know lax. Lax. Like if you feel fine, you know they take your temperature. They do it's all a quick this stuff blood first. Test, yeah. And then they're like, you don't have to wear it at school, and so they just you know take the blood test and and do it, and uh, both negative. So yeah, uh, they currently haven't been. But I'm struggling with how I will travel again because I feel like the beam helps. Like the CBD oil helps me um, calm down a little bit, but. You know, and again, Not I enough. no, and I understand everybody's all over the, the fence of, of like what they feel comfortable doing, and I think that's told that's what America is great. Like, we have the ability to go out and do stuff. We have the ability to stay home. We have choices here, and that's why we live here, and that's why we're Americans. And you know, I, I guess I haven't thought about it in, in great detail. The again, I've never first of all, I've never loved flying anyway. I always feel terrible when I fly. Like, when I get off flights, I don't feel normal. Mm-hmm. Like, my body just feels fucking weird. That's why I always say, like, like Nate, who was here today, Nate flies, like, 200 times a year. I don't understand how your body can physically take that. And he's in great shape. I'm like... He's a freak, dude. He's I, amazing. I, yeah. And he eats... He, I think he's vegan. I was, vegetarian. like, traveling once a month for my job, basically. And, and I'm it. like, And it was, like, hard for me. <laughs> and he does all the time. But, again, like, I think some of us are, are built better than others. I would have a hard time... Wearing, doing the whole thing I like that. I hate like the airport experience. I do. So maybe we do regional travel for a little bit, and that's yeah, we'll see. We figure it out, but we had to share that story because you were just so. You adamant. like had to share a you're story so, to like embarrass so, me because I embarrassed so, you first. Well, I wanted to share that we got the antibody I test know, that kidding. day, but that just happened to be part of it because you were just the day before. You're like, no, you'll see, and I'm like, bro, I'm like, uh, I know you do. I'm, I don't like, we all, it's like all of us, like none of us are used to the claustrophobic stuff I do get. It messes with people. And again, if you're, you, you on a flight, you don't love it already. And if that adds to it, it's not like you're in the grocery store, you do it, you can walk yeah, out. Yeah, I can you're walk out. You're in the plane. That's the problem is like my fear of not being able to just open a door and walk outside or open a window and like, I can't do that on a flight. So what's that going to look like? So, but 
for now we just I just get really hot and bothered and I'm like that I just can't calm down well and I, I think of it too and this is off topic and that's that's why you guys go out in nature you don't have the shit in nature but uh I remember like when we have been on flights where I've been like either not felt great or just overly exhausted and you're just already uncomfortable, and it's like now you're stuck on the tarmac. For or an like hour. the bus ride in the Mulfi Coast, where oh, you God, almost dude. like lost it, and like. Um, I was about twenty. Barf. I was twenty you seconds from either everywhere. puking, on my. Your head was between your. Legs. I don't have enough time on this podcast to go through this whole story, but long story short, they put a hundred people on this bus that's meant for forty people, and it's in Europe, obviously, and everybody's been smoking cigarettes and sweating, so it smells like a cigarette body odor dumpster and i'm literally about i probably had another minute to go and i'm like i go heather when this bus stops i don't care where we're at we're gonna walk to the hotel the sharpest curves the whole time oh dude i was like like literally it at any moment it feels like the bus is gonna tip over the cliff and into the ocean on the malfi coast like and again there's no the rules of driving are ridiculous there and my head is down between my legs and i'm like i i go heather I'm like, I'm either going to puke in my backpack, which I don't want to do, or this lady who's rubbing up next to me, I'm going to puke on her. Like, in that, like, literally. And then I was, like, getting mad at him. I'm like, you if you, you better not puke, because if you do, I'm going to puke everywhere. I'm like, hold it. But I'm like, it get, just felt get it together. so. And not because of, like, anything. It's just because it was so hot and bothered. And then it just, I don't know if, it, if psychologically it does it or physically it just takes you over. And I guess, like, that's kind of my reservations about the airplane is like well if i'm on there and then you're puking and shit well fuck dude then you got a whole different problem and i'm like i just don't want to be in that environment currently i know I guess. so we'll mm. we'll road trip how we how we have to i guess and, and we'll deal yeah. that's our own issues but i guess that's the point is that we can we can do little we just need a private jet basically yeah i was like Quinn's Quinn, Quinn, Quinn. it's like 15 grand a flight seems reasonable she, like, inquired about it yeah your furlough will probably take care of that, so we'll be we'll be, <laughs> yeah. we'll be, we'll be perfect. Um, anyways, uh, hopefully you guys you know enjoyed that. Just the four basic mental health benefits of, of being in nature. Uh, I think it can do you guys a lot of good, depending on where you live. Hopefully, as you know, the, the weather's already super hot here, but for you guys, as it warms up, hopefully you get a chance to be outside and uh, just take advantage of it. I think it's good to unplug from all this negative shit, and you know we can't control a lot of things, but we can control that, and we can. We can take advantage of of the earth, really, because we are just, you know, literally just tourists. We're not, we will not be here forever. But, you know, God willing, the earth is going to be here much longer than we are. And so. And please take care of the environment. And it really pisses me off when I see people throw their trash out in beautiful places and be lazy people. Like, just pack in. If you're packing, pack it out. Take the shit you brought. Recycle and just respect the land that we live in because you live in it yes so frustrating to me i just had to say that it's not a trash can um anyways hopefully you guys enjoyed that real quick uh today's podcast brought to you uh by my homies over at beam cbd it's beamtlc.com again you can always use the discount code jeremy scott to grab yourself 20 percent off beam are the products we take before sleep but typically do one drop of the tincture per night same here heather likes the balm as well uh to rub on actually they have the new dream uh capsules as well to help you guys sleep i don't I have like them the dream too but that's a good product so if you guys are interested uh, hit me up for the discount code otherwise it's just jeremy scott when you visit beamtlc.com again 100 percent thc free it won't get you high you're gonna have to hit up your friend
friends for that, but it will help you get better quality sleep. It helps me stay asleep and I take it every night. And so we have a great partnership with those guys. So thank you guys. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Real quick, if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five star. Leave a couple of comments. I truly would appreciate it. Share this with a friend or family member. If you happen to be on your iPad or your MacBook, it's simply just the iTunes icon, ratings and reviews. Five star and share it. We truly do appreciate you guys for the support. Anything else you want to hear, hit us up. Otherwise, stay safe and stay sweaty. Thank you, Heather. Thank you. And uh, until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys. Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. And go outside. Peace.